Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, it's Dave from Reeland. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, where every day I hope to bring you helpful hints and tips to help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. So regardless of if you are a real estate agent looking to glean some information that you can apply directly to your marketplace, or perhaps you're a first home buyer looking to secure that place you'd like to call your very own. Maybe you're an investor or a developer looking to expand upon your existing portfolio, or perhaps you're considering the sale of your property and just looking to get the very best information so that you can make the most of your sale. Well, I hope you found a home here on the podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to ensure that you're receiving notifications of new episodes as they become available every day. And today I have a very special guest. He's a gentleman that I've been working with for, well, the best part of two decades now. Uh, Andy White is an accomplished real estate agent. He is our lifestyle specialist. He is um, certainly got some different ideas in terms of uh, how that you would curate business as a real estate agent. Unlike most real estate agents, they have a very specific suburb or area that they like to specialise in. Andy takes a broader approach to that and we'll talk about that in a few moments time. So uh, Andy White, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, David. Uh, absolute pleasure. And Andy, as I was touching on before, you're our lifestyle specialist um, and you're selling properties right across South Australia with uh, a huge degree of success. There's not too many properties that you list that you don't actually sell. As a matter of fact, I think you've got the record for the uh, most amount of homes sold to, to listed ratio, as far as I'm aware. I think there's only in what, 15 years, maybe two or three properties that you've brought to market that haven't actually ended up being sold? It may be two at the, at the maximum, I think. That's absolutely extraordinary. And to put that into the context out of hundreds of transactions. Now, Andy is sitting here in some high degree of discomfort having heard his back just uh, recently and that there's a bit of... A, I can see he's really he's struggling at the moment with it. So uh, thanks so much for, for dealing with that and uh, joining us on the podcast today. Andy, for real estate agents that happen to be uh, out there, why is it that you've chosen to not uh, dedicate yourself to a geographical location and to expand your uh, the area that you would sell in? How did, how did, that's very contrary to the uh, current um, suggestion that the real estate gurus throw at new agents in um, in the industry. So uh, how is it that you've become that agent and why is it that you enjoy doing that? The trick is, you said the, the magic word, enjoy. Mm. I enjoy, if you're going to be, this job is a lifestyle, right? It, it's not a job, it's you live it, you breathe it. Basically, wherever you are, you, you're in real estate mode. Mm. Now, I live in the country. I love the country. Um, I'm not a suburban type person. Um, but if you want to have joy and passion in what you do and for it to show, you've got to start with the basic building blocks and that's lifestyle properties. Something, And a lifestyle property could be, you know, a thousand square metres in, in a little hick country town or it could be, you know, a thousand acres up a borough. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's different strokes for different folks. It's like, as I say, my classic thing is you look at me, you think I'm ugly. My mother thinks I'm pretty handsome. Mm. Different strokes for different folks, different needs, different wants. They'll see different values. Yeah. It's as simple as that. 
So uh, rather than uh, dedicate yourself to a particular area, you're throwing your net a whole lot wider, but uh, it actually seems like you've actually got a niche a little bit and you're now, rather than selling just about anything, you're really now concentrating on the types of properties that you enjoy being in or standing in at the open inspection or showing buyers around and, uh, and the type of clientele that you attract as a result of that as well. Most definitely. Look, if... One thing I say to people, if you cannot get the agent excited about your property, how can you expect a buyer to actually get excited? It, it's enthusiasm which rubs off. And, you know, with that degree of enthusiasm with your product, if people see it and you've got your heart and soul set into it, it's because I live that lifestyle in, these, in, in, in a country property and it's like... It just beats getting up every day and opening up your back and front door and seeing neighbours. Yeah. Right? It's just like if you want to run around your, your, your paddock naked, well, you can. You don't mm. want neighbours looking over your back fence. <laughs> so it's that type of client that you're dealing with, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so essentially uh, you're, you're already in love with the lifestyle and it's obviously that, that enthusiasm boils over when, when, you're, when you're talking with uh, prospective clients and they can't help but get caught up in your energy when you're showing a property like that because, you, you know, you genuinely love it. Um, so, I mean, it, it is... A, a, a lot of people, and I've noticed that their first, uh, well, their default might be to go list with a, a, the local agent in the country town, and that seems to have been the approach that many have taken, um, who uh, many listings that, uh, that you've taken, um, have. Uh, that's the approach that they've gone down. And you've then taken over those listings after they've been on the market for sometimes years and been able to find a buyer quite quickly. So... Whereas the old orthodoxy would suggest go with the local agent, and that's what we hear a lot, why is it that somebody shouldn't go with a local agent maybe and go with, a, I guess, a, a specialist in that style of property instead? Well, look, it's not that you shouldn't go with your local agent because it's up to the individual agent. What I do find is a lot of country agents um, are lazy. And that, that's the only way to put it. Look, if people... I love playing second fiddle, and it might sound strange, when I actually get a property when someone's had it on the market for a couple of years, and this happens also often with the country properties, they've, they're just exhausted, but they don't know what else to do. And then when someone comes in with some different ideas, look, this is how we do it, you apply the same methodology as what we do in the city to the country... And it works. It's enthusiasm, hard working, and actually promoting that property and putting it in the right price point, the right um, circumstances for your advertisings, just taking and, and turning their whole campaign that they've had on its ears, changing it, and then seeing the difference that it actually makes. That's what excites me. So if I'm a so if I'm one of those people that's perhaps been on the market with another agent for some time, and I'm in a country town, and uh, I've been on the market with the local agent, and I've not enjoyed success at six or twelve months down the track, the the buyers have well and truly dried up. Uh, I know a lot of those people feel quite um, uh, dejected. Yeah, dejected, and and um, almost like there's um, there's no solution. 
What would you suggest to those people, regardless of where they might be around the country or around the world? Because this is something that's experienced everywhere. What, what would you suggest to somebody who's been on the market for ages? Yes, one, maybe get a different real estate agent, but what kind of marketing strategy would you engage in? What kind of solution would you offer somebody who's in that situation? Number one is you have to check out the strategies which have been in place before. Because how does that uh, old saying go is doing exactly the same thing and expecting a different result, right? That's where it comes into play here. It's analysing what they've been doing or what they haven't been doing and then looking at implementing the way of which um, we approach it down here in the city. Mm. Um, I say that in the city. I am a city agent as well, so don't get me wrong. Yes, but, yes. But my pet love is the lifestyle country properties. Mm. Now, um, in... So, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt. What what type of things do... Uh, a, what You say city agents, there's people listening all around. What What is it? a few of the things that you would do as part of your standard marketing that wouldn't be done traditionally on a normal country listing, for instance? Well, number one, the biggest focus would be generally having professional photography, right? A lot of country agents, because they're trying to save money, they'll actually go in there and take it, not with their Kodak Brownie, but they'll take their photos with their digital camera or their phone. And the quality and standard, it's like, again, I say this in, in respect, I... You know, I put the U into ugly, but, um, you know, I dress up with a suit and tie. I look quite respectable. It's how you present that property. Now, if you want to attract people, we are very... We shop with our eyes, right, off the internet. You know, uh, we shop with our with our eyes from the millboard as soon as you walk into Hungry Jack's. You look at it, oh, that, that Aussie burger looks fantastic. That's what I'll have. Now, you go on a date. If you go on a date and you well, prospective wife isn't dressed up and put on the smelly stuff and all that, you're less inclined to go for that second date. We all shop with our eyes. So if you make that property look as appealing as possible to the prospective purchaser, you then are going to get uh, more hits, hence the internet, people coming to have a look. But you couple that with some other strategies where a lot of country agents, they come into play, they, they sit there and they wait for the phone to ring. They are not proactive. You have to be proactive, especially in a market what we're heading into. And, and when you say proactive, what, what do you mean by that? Is that uh, doing open inspections on a regular basis? Is that calling back buyers? What, what, are, you, what are you saying there? Everything. Okay. Everything. So it's definitely one thing that I do believe in country properties is manning them, opening them, showing them. I've just sold... well. Just sold probably about six months ago. I sold the Auburn Hospital. It was on the market with another agent. Anyhow, they didn't sell it. Came to me, put it on the market, and we had groups come through. And this one group came from Adelaide. They were staying up in Auburn for a long weekend. Uh, just at a B and B, came in and they said, "Look, we're not actually looking at buying, but can we come through and have a look?" Said, Certainly. Came through. Bang. The next week, they bought it cash. Well. Right. So, you know... And, and Auburn, uh, the property there, it is the, it was the old hospital there, so it's quite a ranging property. It's a big block of land and Auburn's, what, about 80, 90 kilometres north of 
the CBD of Adelaide, and and so it's a it's a, a real unique property, but also a, a real challenge to sell. And and but you made it appealing, and you made yourself available, and made sure that those people had every opportunity to get through. And that were just a, a few of the elements, essential elements that were missing from uh, the the first campaign that they were running. Yeah. Well, it, it's like some of my vendors on the country property say, hey, look. We hope you're going to get someone today because they were so used to people not coming to the properties, yeah. right? I said, don't worry about that. You know, all we need is that one right person. There's one buyer out there for every single property. So um, we've um, you, you'll do uh, you'll get professional photos. You'll open the property regularly. I've seen that you've used in some cases virtual tours, in other cases video, and deployed that really successfully. Do you, do you think you know, bringing all of these elements together uh, is something that makes a big difference to the response that you get? Oh, absolutely, without question. It's, again, comes back to presentation. Everything is presentation. We shop with our eyes, we buy with our eyes. Now, I also heard just recently that you'd uh, taken over a property that was uh, on the market uh, uh, for 14 years or something? How long? The Kangaroo Island property? Oh, no, a majority of properties there are oh. on the market for forever and a day. Right, okay. So it was the, the other gentleman related to that had another property that was on the market for a while that I took and sold. Okay. And this other one I sold uh, quite quickly. It was a um, just a block of land, part of a deceased estate, where I'd sold up in the Barossa Valley and then over at Kangaroo Island. Unfortunately, I didn't even get to see the block. But, um, yep, I sold it quite quickly. Sold in a couple of weeks. The sign yep. went up. And uh, and, and I, I don't guess you'd just accredit that to doing all the things that you said you, you know, that you would do in terms of marketing the property and, uh, and making sure that, you know, the basics were taken care of, but moreover that the listing was attacked with enthusiasm. And, and there you go. You've got a result where other people are still on the market there. Indeed, mate. And uh, you put all these factors into play and it makes a difference. So uh, is there... What would be your... Just in in finalising this today, what would be your number one tip for a home seller who's selling for the first time? Number one tip? There's so many different things that come into play. Maybe maybe you can give us a, a top three. Well, what I like to do is when I go through a property, I like to have a look at it and it's, it's basically decluttering it, preparing it. You, you own the house but you're in caretaker mode now. You're looking after it for the next purchaser. So, you know, like all your personal sort of traits to a point you tend to remove, you want to present that property that someone else can walk in there and feel as though, you know what, I could see myself here, mm. right? So by, by actually turning around and presenting it in that light is, is just amazing. That's, yeah. that's the, it, if there's a key thing, that's the type of thing, just get into the, the front mindset that you're in caretaker mode for the uh, prospective purchaser. So you've been doing this for years now, Andy, and uh, and and it obviously looks like you're still uh, you're still enjoying it. So what what is it about real estate that uh, that means that you still love it? Do you think? There's only one simple answer for that: people. Yeah. I love talking to people, right? And you know what? God gave us a mouth so we can actually speak, use it. and Andy does and as a result people love him so um, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast Andy my pleasure thanks for having me
naturally, if anybody's got a property that might be anywhere in South Australia, a lifestyle property, then certainly don't hesitate to uh, yell out, have a chat to Andy if you're thinking about selling. If you're looking to buy something along those lines, uh, seldom will you find somebody who can offer you more information about that type of property than Andy Wyden. He's certainly a wonderful resource for you to tap into. And naturally, if you're a real estate agent from around the world and you'd like to uh, operate in the area of your passion and sell properties that you love and that you'd like to live in yourself, if you if you could, then uh, I reckon um, Andy White's a great person to draw some inspiration from and to reach out to on social media. You can do that on his on his Facebook page anytime or contact him at Andy White at realagents.properties anytime. And I'm sure he'd be more than happy to help. So thank you again, Andy. And we'll look forward to speaking with you all next time. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Stoverage Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.